Hello and welcome to the Being Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable podcast, where we talk about how bridging the gap between comfortable and uncomfortable can sometimes be a challenge, but it's never impossible. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about creepy crawlies, specifically spiders. Even if you are okay with spiders, I'm pretty sure that you will have had at least one bothersome experience. Perhaps in the shower, or on your body, or maybe even in your bed. I mean, come on spiders, do you even have boundaries? Ever heard about personal space? Sometimes they really do live up to their creep aesthetic in more ways than one. Growing up, me and spiders didn't get on at all. I lived with my parents until I was 19 and during that time, if a big eight-legged monster crept out from anywhere, my dad was summoned to sort it out. My most memorable and terrifying experience was when one of those beefy-bodied house spiders decided to pay me a visit in my bed, in the middle of the night. I had a high bed at the time, custom-built with a desk underneath, so I was sleeping fairly close to the ceiling. And I have no idea if that is where the spider fell from or whether it had crawled up the curtain. But the encounter began with me hearing some rustling. It was honestly loud enough to have been a mouse. At the side of this high up bed, next to the mattress, against the wall, I had a sort of shelf area where I could store a book or my phone or anything else I wanted to. The monster spider had made its way onto the shelf. It was dark. I didn't know what was going on yet but I tentatively reached for the bedroom light switch. And lo and behold, it was the biggest house spider I've ever seen in my entire life and to this day as well. It was several inches across with a body length of at least an inch. I quickly moved up the bed in the opposite direction. In these situations, there are two main worries. Is it going to get closer to you? Or are you going to lose sight of where it is and so any attempt of capture will be lost? I didn't know what to do. It was like 1am and I couldn't get off my bed because the spider was at the ladder end. I was stuck. But also, down the side of my bed, was the remote control for my very small, rather old-fashioned 4x3 TV. I turned it on and I started raising the volume. I thought, if I woke up the whole house, then someone would help me. Dad would come to the rescue. In the meantime, I heard an almighty thud. Honestly, it was so loud... The spider had dropped off the shelf and onto the floor. I watched, terrified. Even though now it could not get nearer to me, I needed to know where it was going so that Dad could get it out. I had a pair of Converse shoes on my bedroom floor. Not genuine ones, a knock-off, look-alike sort. The spider was eyeing one up. Perhaps the smell was interesting. Can spiders even smell? I don't know. Anyway, it decided to get in the shoe. And it was so big that it filled the whole heel part. And then it just scuttled down to the toe. A minute or so later, my mum and dad entered the room. Then my sister too. All very angry and wondering what on earth was going on and why I had raised the volume of my TV to an antisocial level. I explained. My mum and sister sympathised immediately. And also both hurried out of the room. (laughs) Dad reluctantly picked up the shoe, thinking I was probably dramatising and it wouldn't actually be that big of a spider. When he got a glimpse though, even he was shocked, which made me feel a little bit better. He took the shoe and put it in the bath to deal with in the morning. I couldn't get back to sleep for a while, but eventually I calmed myself, fell asleep and morning soon came around. 
That morning, Dad had to get the spider from the shoe to the garden. It had crawled out in the night and was now sitting in the bath. It honestly was huge, no lie, and even he was a little nervous about getting it in a pot, down the stairs and out of the house. I didn't watch, but somehow he managed it, and then we could live happily spider-free. Since that day, I have lived in a variety of different houses, with a variety of different housemates. At 19, I shared a house with a girl and five boys, and none of them were that bothered by spiders, so I had plenty of options for help if one showed its face. But I actually don't think that I encountered many in that house at all. My room was on the third floor, and I stayed safe and spider-free. I lived in a couple of houses after that, all with at least one person that was unfazed by arachnids, and so they became the go-to spider remover. Things only started to change when, at 25, I spent a brief period living on my own, and then living with my sister, who was more afraid of spiders than me. And so if a spider was about, and I was on my own, or with her, well, it was going to have to be me that was going to have to deal with it. Before I mastered the art of calming myself enough to actually capture and release the little beasts, I'm ashamed to admit a spider, or two, did meet their fate inside the belly of my Henry Hoover. I felt bad, but initially this was the best I could do. I felt their pain though. What did they do to deserve that? What if that spider was me? How awful. This was a good motivator to change my ways. I counselled myself in whatever ways I could in a self-taught capacity. I reasoned with myself, a bit like with my phone fear. If you've not listened to episode one yet, I talk about that there. But I basically rationalised that spiders are not there to hurt me. It's likely just as scared as me, if not more. And if I can see it, I'd much rather capture it and release it into the garden than lose sight of it and be constantly wondering where it might be hiding. So now, when I am one-on-one with an eight-legged foe, I grab the closest pot, ideally a clear one, so that I can see where it is underneath, and then I slide under a thin sheet of plastic or a piece of junk mail. I open the front or back door, and then take the spider in the pot to the furthest point I can, usually about ten feet out from the house, and I carefully release it onto the floor. I've successfully completed this mission at least 20 times now. I'm even able to come to the aid of others. Providing you have a suitable pot in your house, I will take care of things no problem. I even retrieved a large one from the ceiling at my parents' house, and that required standing on a chair and getting back down, all without dropping the pot or the spider or both. I managed it, no sweat, and on a recent visit to my sister's, I safely saved one from her bathroom sink. I'm a spider-saving superhero. Most of the time. There is still a couple of scenarios that might freak me out. If it's really big and on me, or if it's really big and in my bed. In both of these situations, I am not going to be happy. Luckily though, these two scenarios haven't presented themselves in recent years. Are you afraid of spiders? How do you manage? I don't know whether we are born with arachnophobia or whether we learn it. I think it is likely the latter. I know as a child that my mum wasn't that keen, so I definitely witnessed fear of them early on, and maybe that conditioned me to have that fear too. The great thing is though, like many fears, you can unlearn them, and you can learn to interpret the stimuli in a different and more healthier way. 
If you ever find yourself living on your own, then you will probably find that you too make yourself braver a lot quicker. This was the key part to my own experience of becoming less afraid. Failing that, you can get a cat or a dog. They can sometimes help, but often they can be useless too, so it's not a fail-safe fix. Other known spider deterrents are to place old conkers in the corners of rooms, just on the floor. They're not too keen on those. Or you can spray a diluted essential oil, like lavender or lemon. Lavender also offends moths, so if you want to keep those out of the house too, then that might be a good solution. A tidy home can help as well. For one, it is easier to see something crawling about if you have a clear carpet, and for another reason, spiders just love a big pile of junk to hide out in. They're like fun play caves for crawly things. This is something that I'm still working on. I'm a tidy person with a slightly messy house. I say slightly. It might be ever so slightly more messy than that. I never invite anyone round though, so it's okay. Only you and I know the shameful state of the place that I live in. I want to improve things though. That's one of my tasks to complete later this year. I am donating loads of old things that I no longer need. And less piles will hopefully mean less spiders. Fingers crossed.